to Beyond Dragondom from wherever you are listening to today. The weekly episode channel for fantasy adventure stories. My name is Leslie. I am the author, the creator, and the narrator of Tales from Dragondom and Beyond and Aisha's Adventures Through Quantum Time and Space. Aisha, Portal to Dragondom, is the first in the series. I hope you enjoy the episodes as much as I enjoy writing them. If you are listening to me on my YouTube or podcast platforms and would like to leave a like or would like to know automatically when the next weekly episode is live, I understand you can do this by pressing the follow. Shall we join Aisha now and her friends in her adventures in Dragondom and beyond? Episode 19, The First Test In front of us, the bamboo forest shimmered slightly and dissolved, leaving us on the steps of an ornate wooden jetty leading to a pagoda-styled gazebo on the lake, maybe 15 feet from where we stood. Beyond, across the wide expanse of water, were stove-capped peaks on blue-grey mountains below a light blue sky. I heard myself draw my breath. Wen Chu never batted an eye, nor did he stop in his stride, simply walking on towards the gazebo as if it had always been there. I heard him laugh loudly as he called back to me that he had told me this was his holographic world and he could change it in any way he felt he wished at any time. For was it not him manifesting it all in this now? For a split second I felt vulnerable and alone. I knew I was not nor was I in a situation that I may not be able to handle. I took a few deep infinity breaths, grounded and centred myself, and once more, with confidence, walked forward and joined them. He never turned as I approached, yet when I was only a few paces from him, he simply said, Lesson one that you may not have mastered is to walk without sound. A novice in the ancient Shaolin temples on your earth could have done so. This you must correct. I think you would say you sound like a baby elephant walking up the jetty. You must learn to walk down a path of rice paper without leaving a mark. This we will correct should you wish to learn. Now he was looking at me, with his head slightly on one side, his eyes very snake-like, and his stare penetrated deep inside me. Can you walk on water? I have never tried. I replied the only way I could, yet I somehow felt that this was also part of the test. To say I couldn't would have been the wrong answer. It was true. I had never tried. 
had never expected it to be asked, nor thought about it, or tried to do so. I felt defensive and a little intimidated, so decided to change the subject and hope that it covered it up. Master, forgive me, but you said you were going to tell me what I would be tested on. Is this part of what I should remember? Looking out over the water, he just smiled. I am giving you thoughts, Aisha, on things that you are capable, or should you ever need to use them? Yet, I sense you are still very much a novice in many ways, and lack the belief in yourself. There was a slight pause, as if he was offering me a space to speak, but I couldn't. I felt embarrassed that he had indeed gone right to the centre of that which I feared most. I still felt I was not able to fully believe this was all happening, that this was me. He grunted and continued without looking at me. Today, when we join the others, you will be facing some physical tests with my friends and family of dragons. You see, Apart from teaching and being on the council, I am, one might say, the keeper of the Eastern Dragons. I work closely with them all, as you do with your own dragon. For me, for eons, my beloved dragons and I have done much to teach different species, both humanoid and others, throughout the all that is. We are at one with each other at all times, and as part of the latest downloads you received, as was in your original contract, are many of the gifts that could be bestowed on you to aid you, from my dragons. His head moved slightly to one side again, and he looked at me as if taking my measure. You are still remembering. Ah, one day. One day you will remember all, but for now, you will have to trust in the knowledge that we are all one, and therefore it is part of the future, the now, and the past, that you and I, as with our dragons, have always been together, connected. Now, you have been given back the abilities that you have always had. No more, no less. And so, before we join the guests who have come to watch this and see your progress, I wish you to meet in person the others who will be helping you to shine this day, he chuckled. You have already met Shen. With those words, Wen Chu opened his mouth and set forth a series of four pitched sounds. He repeated the same ones three times. And then we waited in silence. I felt a change in the energy surrounding us. Then I noticed several things happen at once. On the far side of the lake, out of nowhere, a low mist started to form just above the water, while beyond the peaks of the mountains, the sky seemed to be changing colour and darkening as if a thunderstorm was coming. Tall clouds started to appear from behind the peaks, which had not been there before, and the air started to move. 
dancing gusts of gentle breeze seemed to play around me. From somewhere deep in my subconscious came two names, Shenlong and Thunder Dragon, the one whose gifts to the warrior is the thunderbolts and energy freeze balls, as well as the power to call in and create storms. I paused and watched for a reaction. Nothing. Fianlong rides the winds, the clouds and the mist, gifting, when asked, the ability to create fog and mist, also to become invisible from an enemy. Once mastered, and by working in unison, becoming as it is one with the moisture of them, it is possible to move, leaving no signature of your being in any form. Feilong can also gift the ability to be airborne, without wings, to float as if a fluid within the air, without a sound. Now a stiff and steady breeze started, and I could feel the energy of it as it touched me as it passed, swirling and teasing the top of the water, and whistling as it moved through the slats of the structure where we sat. I smiled as the next name came to my mind. Chilong, the dragon of the wind. Gifting speed in the air, or on land or water. Useful against any adversary, as wind can cause problems that slow them in any form. Also allowing for movement into small and normally impenetrable space. For by taking either a small form, or becoming one with the mist, then using the powerful gifts of Jilong, you can be enabled to get into places not normally found. A crack in a window, a gap between rocks, a great gift if one has a need for speed, and one is shape-shifting into a bird or similar. Qilong's gift can be very helpful in emergency situations to help create a vortex, such as a tornado or a dust devil, to confuse an enemy, also in creating a vortex in time, which can be opened without detection. I watched Wen Chu's face. He was smiling. One more, Aisha. One more. I smiled. I had been feeling this last energy ever since we had arrived. It was subtle, gentle, and unlike its brothers and sisters, was a healing energy, one that poor Gaia Sophia, my earth, desperately needed humanity to accept and work with. The last, and by no means the least important, if I may say, in many ways one of the most important for the planet earth at this time, is Panlong, dragon of fresh water, rivers and lakes. Her beautiful energy has been here all the time. I closed my eyes and found myself opening my heart to her. In turn, I could feel her warm touch in me. I smiled. She works with the planet, but also works with her brothers and sisters for the good of all. Not just the warrior. Here she is coupled also with Fukanglong, 
the land dragon, keeper of the crystals and the volcanoes. She also works with the elementals, as they all do. She works with the crystal energies and all the energies caused and governed by all the others to ensure life-giving water for any planet and all that is on it, anywhere. I stopped and looked down. A sadness now filled my heart. This was true, except on Earth, where mankind had forgotten her and destroyed the waters with toxins and pollution. Aisha, what are her gifts to the warrior? To you? You have not said yet. I looked out over the water. I could feel the touch of her in my own heart centre, a gentle warmth of her love for all life. Her gifts, Master. Her gifts are life itself on any planet within the all that is. For me personally, her gift goes beyond this for I am at home in the water as I am on land. She gives me thus a safe haven, if I need one, from adversaries who may not be aquatic in nature. One day with her, me and others like me, will work with her, with sound and crystals and other wielding ways of old to purify the waters on earth from where the rivers and springs form on the surface. With her help from there and from the lakes, all of the dark energies, the poisons and the toxins which are destroying the planet will be cleansed. Mankind will awaken. Suddenly I felt a force surge up inside me. I wanted to go home. I wanted to join others like me and even if we did not visibly take to the sky with capes on, I wanted to free our world of everything that was toxic and harmful. It was then I heard in my heart-mind a voice. When you are all ready, you must first relearn all you have forgotten. You must truly accept who you are. And you must all train together to become the team that you were always destined to be. Then and only then you may return. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode from Aisha, Portal to Dragondom. Join me in future episodes as Aisha first learns who she really is and learns the skills that she will need and be with her when she faces the darkling, the evil that is sent to disrupt the world in which she lives, as her adventure in Dragondom and learning from the masters of the Elvin Warriors just what she really is, all unfold. Thank you for listening, and if you would like to, I would appreciate it if you press the like button or follow. For now, I wish you goodbye. Thank you.